Welcome to the Job Search Podcast with your host, John Rivero, where we will be interviewing leading industry experts to help you get the job that you want. We are incredibly lucky to have a very special guest with us this week. It's Nkechi Norfor Robinson. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks, John. And so sorry, just for the Nigerians out there, it's Nkechi Norfor Robinson, but that's okay. Nkechi Norfor okay. Robinson. That's all right. I, I, I'm trying. I'm really trying. Yes. No, you, the first name was amazing. The last name, yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. So, Third yeah, episode I, will be. Yes. Third episode, we'll totally nail this. So perfect. I'm so I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast because I know you are one of my most downloaded podcasts from 20, ah! 20, 2018, 2019, last year. Last wow. So yeah, no, it's and I know that the you know the notes that you know both both you and I share back and forth on the comments that we get just based on your podcast have been really positive. So I thought you know it would make so much sense just to have you back. So you can share some of your knowledge and some of your experience. And I know we're going to get into some really interesting stuff in this particular mm -hmm. episode. So why don't we just get started? So yes, I'm in. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what's going on for you right now. And then, you know, we'll get into, you know, some of the things that you can do to empower yourself before sure. you get so, into an interview and while you're in the room. Sure. So in terms of what's going on for me now, I actually, you know, full transparency, I'm um, on the... Uh, halfway through the second week of a two-week vacation, which was totally about unplugging because I recognized I was getting to, you know, at the end of 2019, I, 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 I was aware that my creativity wasn't on fire. I was aware that I felt stuck. I, I was aware, like suddenly I'm questioning, you know, am I in the right role? You know, all of my passion dreams, you know, uh, 2019, like what, like, you know, even though I achieved a lot, I was, I was, doubting the achievement like you know I just I realized I was at that point where I needed a recharge and so last week just came back from Jamaica and that's exactly what I needed I needed some you know vitamin d and I needed to be lying on the beach and getting rest and recharging and listening and and just firing back up and uh so very excited I'm in I'm now um using this week to really kick off some of my passion projects which is an upcoming podcast that is called own your thrive it's gonna be top-notch podcast outside of yours, John, of course, but it's really about what I truly believe is our birthright, which is to wake up and feeling great in our skin that we're in. So Empowered in My Skin is my organization, and uh, that's the podcast uh, from Before That Org. Yeah and, so you also, yeah, and you also work in the financial sector inside of IT as well, uh, yeah. something that we don't really talk too much about, but you do have a, a wealth of experience when it comes to onboarding people into organizations. So this That's is, right. you know, your, your inspiration, your motivation, plus your knowledge and experience around onboarding people, you know, that is the complete package. And this is what our audience is looking for. You know, how do yeah. I, how do I make that impression? So people want to bring me on and, you know, they select me over other candidates when they're getting interviewed. So yeah. I know, I know we talked about, you know, as we were getting preparing, as we were preparing for this thing, we were talking about some of the things that you do specifically every morning. Oh, actually both you and I, we both do this to kind of set our day on the right path. So to, let's, let's tell our audience what that's all about. Sure. No problem. And I, and I think, you know, for anyone that's listening, it's really important to lock into um, a real, uh, you know, a sense of awareness that the first hour of your day can really make the best day ever, you know, and it's what you choose to do with it. So, you know, I would say, put your phones away, focus on yourself, 
you know, wake up at a time that's consistent. So I don't know what time John gets up, but I get up consistently at 4 a.m. every single day. I'm not telling you to go and do that, but I'm saying that I get up at 4, regardless of what time I go to bed, it is 4. Because it, and why? Because on, from a mindset perspective, it, it, it keeps me responsible and I feel achievement because I'm always getting up at 4, right? Nothing keeps me in bed beyond 4. Um, and I get up I, and I have a ritual. Um, so, you know, Tony Robbins often talks about rituals. Uh, there's a great passage that says results are in the routine. And so my ritual is once I get up, as I do, I pray to God. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't pop my eyes open that morning. I do not have that kind of power. And so I thank God for another fresh day um, and a fresh day to create, create life, you know. And um, I, I say it every single morning. I put my feet on the floor and I say, that's right, devil, I'm up. Cause I hear, I hear the devil say, damn, she's up. Right. And I'm like, yes, I'm up and I'm going to be going to work and I'm going to get things done today. I get in front of the mirror and I'm the first, well, I mean, I'm married. Um, but typically I'm the first person I really look at, you know, and, and I do that when I'm brushing my teeth, there was a time in my life where I couldn't. And so you may not be there yet, but I strongly encourage you to start looking at yourself and mm -hmm. smiling at that image that's coming back and then Feed that person with affirmations. Let them know how they need to live this day. And so I have memorized affirmations. Um, you know, I recently just learned some new ones for 2020. And I often augment or add to them as I get more inspiration. Um, but yeah, but I'll say things like I last year was I'm born to win. I'm designed for accomplishment. I'm engineered for success. And now I wake up and I tell myself, I'm, you know, my body is is rested and my mind is clear. I start my day with positive thoughts and energy. I'm energized and inspired. I, you know, create amazing opportunities for myself and others. I, I, you know, and just, just affirmations, things that you just want to manifest in your life. You need to speak them into existence. I truly believe that. And then within the hour of getting up, I'm stepping into a gym. Um, I'm a big uh, fitness enthusiast and I've been working out pretty much my entire life um, but for me now as I share you know things that can help you thrive and be empowered and set you up for success throughout your day I truly recognize the benefit of getting up and very early in the morning putting your body through a peak state and so I'm not saying work out as hard as I do I am a body I'm a professional bodybuilder so I do train really really hard but I, I, what I want you to focus on is train hard enough that you can feel accomplished. And that is you mm -hmm. tore your body down. You took it down to the bare bones with sweat and you felt the pain and you pushed through because what it does for your mind, it's like, yes, I'm a champion. I'm a, you know, that, that champion mindset workout, that's what you need, whether it's running, whether it's doing sit-ups or push-ups, something hard, something that you can say, this is probably the hardest thing physically that I'm going to have to do today truly prepares you for some of the other foolishness that might come your way during the day. You're like, ah, you want to bring that to me? I did 30 push-ups this morning <laughs> that you ain't got nothing, you know? So that, that's why I, that's, and I think um, John may express it better, but what Tony Robbins or um, even Robin Sharma say is like, you know, alter your state early in the morning to set yourself up for success. Yeah. And then, no, um, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. You're, you're bang on with changing state. Um, so you talk about, so there's a sequence of different things that you do. So you talk about, mm -hmm. you know, waking up in the morning, you do your affirmations first thing in the mirror, and then you do your exercise. What else is part of that routine? I listen to podcasts. So I <laughs> nice. do, 
No, I do. I like to learn. Yeah. Um, and so my morning ritual is from four to eight. My phone is, is off from seven 30 the night before until 8am is oh, when wow. it wakes up. And only there's only a, a slew of people or work that can get through <laughs> that, <laughs> that yeah. block. Um, so it's really alone time. And I use that because I, by eight o'clock, I want to learn something new because how mm -hmm. many of you say, I'm going to take something new into my day to day to share with somebody else. How many of you say that mm -hmm. in the wee hours of the morning and four hours is a lot of time for me, even if it's two hours or one hour for yourself, it's a lot of time for you to learn something new that you can share with a complete stranger or that you can partake with your colleagues at work or that you can even share if you're getting ready to go for an interview. Imagine if, you know, you want to also have some type of casual conversation in the interview, either to ease you or to ease the interviewer. Maybe it could be something, you know, I, I heard this brilliant thing said this morning. That can spark up a different type of conversation and really get them to understand who you are on a different, on a different level than just what you're being interviewed for, you know? Yeah. So, um, so learning is a big thing for me. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100%. It's actually part of my sequence as well, right? So, you know, waking up, I get up at 5, 5.30. Uh, depends on what happens the night before, but I should turn off my phone at a certain time, which I love. I love that suggestion. And, um, you know, having some exercise in there as well, getting your body into states, really just, like you said, you know, breaking it down to the point where you're getting something from it. You're pushing it a little bit harder so it's not just stale. Because most of us, we wake up stiff in the morning. It's like, oh, I don't want to move too much because I'm not feeling too good. But when you're going into interviews, and actually this is where I want to put the focus, when you're going into interviews, how you show up and the first things that you do in the morning are the things that you're going to carry into the room with you. And this is why it's so important. And this is why I love that you're talking about this because it does, you know, you learn something new, you share it with somebody else, which I'm going to take, I'm going to steal that from you. Cause I do learn something new every morning. I listen to books, um, and taking it and, and sharing it actually reinforces the lessons that you take from it, which is fantastic. Right. right. Which is great. So and what you can else? share it in so many different ways. Like yeah, you, go ahead. You can, you're, you're on social media, you're on LinkedIn. You can, you can share it in a post. You can share, you do amazing videos, John, like you come, you're very charismatic on your videos and people learn, I learn from you, you know? So there's so many different ways and avenues you can share it in a, like an Instagram story. Yeah. So yeah, share feels good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, you talk about the power of doing social, right? And you know, everybody thinks social media is just, you know, maybe you take a picture of your meal or something and you post it, <laughs> but you know, Going on social and, and even on platforms like LinkedIn, right? So that's the professional lab platform that a lot of people go on to. People are afraid to post certain things there because they're afraid of the reaction that people might, you know, might comment or, you know, might say back. But what I've always found, I'm sure you found the same thing. When you put a lot of positivity out there, there might be mm -hmm. one or two people that respond back with something not so positive. But everybody else is reinforcing your message over and over. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure you've got to see that. I've rarely had people respond to me. Maybe they see my muscles or something like that. But I <laughs> yeah. rarely have had people respond negatively to me on LinkedIn. And so what I also want to add is, you know, the more you know who you are, and that's what John and I are really, really focusing on, is the you matter really is about you focusing on knowing who you are, who is showing up for that interview, how are you showing up for the world, how are you showing up in your day, it's, it's going to be all predicated on how well you know yourself. And, and so on social media, because I'm so focused on continuously learning about myself, I truly believe that I have a lesson, to sh I have a message to share. And, and it's positive and it's to change, help change the world and mm -hmm. make it a better place. And I don't know in any world where 
that should be seen negatively, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I typically don't have to second guess that what I'm sharing out there is going to be received, maybe not by everybody. I'm not trying to be everybody's friend, but there's 7.5 billion people in the world. And I believe that at least 1% of them, you know, <laughs> will, will take some, that's a lot of people. That's still 7.5 million people, right? Yeah, yeah. Will take something from a life experience that I've had. Yeah. Um, and that just makes me feel good, you know, yeah. just putting out content and messages that can help change other people's lives. Yeah. So this is a quick question. So this is great. So I, I love this. So the question, so as somebody who hires people and brings people on, mm -hmm. do you ever go out and look at people's social platforms to see what they're about? Yes, I do. I, I've started to do that more. I, you know, the reverse of that is, uh, before I even knew that that was a thing, is when I realized that people that were coming in for interviews with me, because, you know, for true, in, in all honesty, John, I've been very blessed. I've only really had one job interview in my mm. entire career. And ever since then, I've always been referred for jobs, you know? So I learned about people doing that kind of research when it was done to me as an interviewer. Somebody mm. must have researched me and, um, and shared all of this. And, you know, when the HR came back, rep came back, you know, they said, my God, this is at Rogers, John. They were like, my God, I didn't know. And I'm like, know what? Know about you, like in that way. And I'm like, sorry, what just happened? You walked it, you, you walked this woman out and now you're back. And what happened between that? He's like, well, she, she Googled you. And she's like, she's like, I still want to work for that woman. So yeah. And vice versa. I now start to look at, I do two things. I quickly do a search for, for, for those of the top candidates that, mm -hmm. you know, I might be looking at just to see what's on their LinkedIn page, because I, I want to see personality. I want to see more than just somebody who's going to come and do the job. I want to see somebody who wants to be part of a family. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing I do is a lot of people reach out to me also saying that, um, you know, I'm looking for work. Can you help me? And when they don't give me a lot to go on, all I have is their profile. Yeah. And so um, if the if if the message to me is is interesting enough, then I'll click on their profile. And again, what am I looking for? I'm looking to see a little bit about their life, you know, a little bit about what they are. You know, will I get any color? Will I get any any in on them to see if this is, again, somebody that you want to bring into your family? Because I, yeah. I do see my work as an extension of my family. Wow. So yeah, no, so, you know, for all the candidates that are listening out there, yes, you're, you're taking away all this positive energy, which is awesome, but you're also getting, and this is great insight because some people don't even think this is important. It's like, it's my social, it's, you know, why should people care or bother with that? But this is where, like you said, you get to show a little bit of your color, you get to show a little bit of your personality, who you really are and, you know, how it makes you it helps you start to stand out from everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. Where everybody mm -hmm. else is, I don't care about that. You know, with the, my mm -hmm. resume and my experience should be enough. But today's job market is mm -hmm. not like that. You know, in, yeah. all, in all truth, there's, you know, hundreds of people all applying for the same thing you are. And it's the little things like this, you know, creating those profiles that are going to make you stand out. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want you to talk about gratitude because that's actually one of the other things that we talked about as we were preparing for the session. Uh, because I think there's a lot of value there. And actually, it'll take away a lot of stress and anxiety from people as they start to prepare and go into interviews. So we're going to yeah. take a quick break and we'll be right back. If you're looking for a simple way to get more job interviews at the top companies in Canada, then check out how I got three job offers just two weeks after starting my job search and two promotions within three years after that. 
Even without local experience or exceptional qualifications, I use a secret formula that will get hiring executives to notice your online job application. I break it all down for you at CanadianJobSearchGuide.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Canadian Job Search Podcast. My name is John Ribeiro and we have Aunt Kitchy. <sighs> Wafor Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. She's our special guest this week. Ty, and you can tell, like, the energy is just here. It's, it's like amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling a little bit, I feel like a candidate in a job interview, and I've got a panel of people in front of me. But this is okay because it's all around just adding value and bringing some, some really good information to you so you can succeed in the interview process. Mm-hmm. So, where we left off, we were going to talk about gratitude because I know this is one of the areas that you love to talk about. I see it on a lot of your social posts. You know, it's one of the things that you're constantly reinforcing in the community that you're speaking to. So share a little bit about that and how we can help the candidates in, in their interview process with this, you know, this practice, this, this thing of gratitude. Sure. First of all, I, you know, part of me wishes like, this is like full video, like, cause I would get up and I would, I would demo what it's like to walk with gratitude, you know, walk with the spirit of gratitude. And, you know, for me, and I, and again, this is, this is, this is my expertise and what gratitude has done for me. It lights my heart up. People often are like, Oh my God, how are you so energetic? How much sleep do you get? It's not about sleep. Um, you know, I was actually interviewed on a podcast yesterday and I said it there and I said, you know, my energy comes from having a lit heart. My heart is on, it's lit, it's lit. And, and, and the slang of that lit means it's on fire. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just, I'm pressing out so much love for life and, and gratitude does that for me. And, and one of the things that I think John and I shared on the first podcast we did was, you know, imagine before you leave an interview, speaking about why you're grateful for this experience you just had for them. Like mm-hmm. when you think about that, you know, as you're, you know, gratitude is being, is an opportunity for you to truly speak from your heart. And, and I think that that's, that's where you start to con- create a connection. And so gratitude really, it grounds me, it connects me. Um, it feels good. Um, you know, my husband and I, I just got us a, a couple's gratitude journal so that we can even just practice it more. Um, but it's, it's a religion for me and I, and I encourage everyone to adopt it. And, 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 here's the key. You don't have to be grateful for everything. It's about finding gratitude in everything, Hmm. you know? And so, you know, you, you know, you may not have such a great day, but find the gratitude in it, you know? And so, you know, I think there's a big difference between being grateful and, and gratitude. And so gratitude is, I'm just so happy that I'm able to be here today. I'm so happy that you, you, I was chosen and selected from your pile of resumes. I'm, I'm grateful for this moment that we've had together. This is what I've learned from you. I'm grateful for, you know, um, the questions that you, like just the insights that I've taken out of this and, and for your organization. And, and, and there's so many, so many things that you can pull forward to be grateful for. Um, and if you don't practice it, do. My practice with gratitude is daily. My husband will tell you, I do not go to bed without writing gratitude. And the reason I do it at night, some people say do it first in the morning, whichever. I do it at night because it's the last thing I do before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. And therefore, it totally influences how I wake up in the morning. Because I truly believe that what you do before you just fall asleep, 
you tend to wake up to. And so mm. when I, when I, when I go to bed in gratitude, I'm at peace. I'm at ease. Oh, you know, the, my sleep unfolds with ease and grace and I wake up in the morning feeling amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. So, and, and it's true. So, and I, I love the fact that you actually touched on, you know, doing your gratitude before you go to bed. Cause what ends up happening and this much, I do know your unconscious mind is constantly processing and, and it's looking for gratitude instead of, you know, watching or looking at an Instagram feed or, or a Facebook page mm-hmm. and processing that in your mind while you're sleeping, your, your, your mind is actually looking for the gratitude in your life, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up in a completely, you got to wake up in a completely different state too, right? Cause now mm-hmm. you're like, Oh wow, this is, you know, you plant your feet on the ground, you're ready to go. You're looking in the mirror, you're smiling, like the whole thing connects, right? Like it's right. just, it's beautiful. It's, it's awesome. You so were what also, I'm going to say, what so I'm going to say ahead, something, just for a second, we're about 15 minutes into, into this podcast probably. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And so John and I have dropped a lot of great nuggets. And so what, right now what I'm, 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 I'm challenging you and I'm inviting you to, as John always tells me to say instead is just pick, maybe just pick gratitude. And so mm-hmm. John just said something that was profound tonight. Keep your phone in your, wherever in a room outside of the one that you're sleeping just plug it in leave it alone have a piece of paper if you have a journal put it beside your bed with a pen okay do it either before you go to bed write down three to five things you're grateful for that happens that day and don't be so i'm so grateful for life well you can be but be very specific i'm grateful for the woman that helped me cross the road today i'm grateful for you know the you know, the way that my, my, my spouse or my children or whatever it is did a task for me or, mm-hmm. or conversations you had, be very specific about three to five things you're grateful for or wake up in the morning. And obviously before you go and grab your phone, because it's not beside your bed, you're going to pick up your journal and write down five things that you're going to be grateful for that you know are going to, that you are going to create in that day. Yes, you know, that- I'm grateful for the new person I'm going to meet today. I'm grateful for the lunch that I'm going to use to nourish my body you know, like just whatever it is, five things, three to five things. Yeah. No, and, and this is really the power of manifesting too, right? So, you know, you take those thoughts. It's like, okay, this is what's going to actually creating and dictating what your day is going to look like instead of your day kind of taking control and doing what you think or whatever the day wants to throw at you. And then you just kind of accept it. This that actually, is, and this uh, is, this is empowerment though, right? And, and this is what we're talking about. You know, we're talking about empowerment techniques and this is one of those techniques. You, you express that gratitude in the morning or you start in the evening and then you, it's kind of processing, it's working in your mind the whole night and then you wake up again and you're reinforcing your life completely changes and it looks completely different because you're doing this just one thing right then one thing so simple and john because you went there we could just go there for a second because sure i think you and i are like humans right like john created zero to hire now the canadian employment podcast he created that and from from whatever it is that he came from to create that life it's now helping and impacting people around the world because it's Mm -hmm. out there and you know and i'm using that word and i picked up from the word you said which is create and we kind of chat on that just earlier if you can fundamentally and this is to your listeners recognize that you create life 
then you need to get hungry to start to figure it out how to create more and more and more and better and better life for yourself. Because yeah. you can create your job interviews. You can create the success that you want to see out of your job interviews and not necessarily focusing on the results, but focusing on you know, what you're bringing to it to create the results that you want to see in your life. You can create that. You can. Yeah. Wow. That is wow. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It is too, it's too bad nobody can see us on video because we're so, we're so animated. We're so animated. Maybe maybe you have to show the video. Maybe you have to show the video. But but even now, John and I are creating this experience. We didn't. We had no idea what we're going to be saying at 17 minutes in or 13 minutes in or you know the fact that you're smiling right now. Like yeah. I know you're listening and smiling. Like I I know it. I know you're lit up. You're listening. You're smiling. And you're really enjoying this time that John and I are creating for you. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, th so this is great. So, great life, so yeah, no, I, I absolutely. Let's create it. We're creating it. So what is the, what would be one more thing? So we're, 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 we've got a few minutes left, but what would be one or two things outside of what we talked about that you would use or you know, suggest or recommend to candidates who really want to empower themselves, you know, at the, at the highest level to do their best when they're in the room with somebody like you? Yeah. Practice presence. Hmm. Oh, there is something about being in a room and feeling the energy from that other person. And I know as much as it, and John, maybe you have some tips with all the interviews you did. I know a lot of times I would probably too walk into an interview and you'd feel the nerves, hmm. you know, and the nerves take you out of your creativity. You know, just let's just be real. They do. It takes you out of your creativity. If you can find some breathing technique or some power pose or some way, I mean, I even use, uh, there's a natural, um, it's called, um, oh my gosh, it's Rescue Remedy, um, calms your nerves. I use it before I go to speeches and, and takes away. Um, but if you can just find a way to calm your nerves before you step into the interview. And then when you get into the interview, the first thing you want to do is put your feet on the floor, both feet planted. Don't cross your legs. Put both your feet on the floor, your bum cheeks both on the chair, and ground yourself. Be where your feet are for mm. the entire interview. Do not worry about the result. Worry that you're present. Worry that you're engaged. Worry that they can feel your energy. And that comes from you focusing and being intentionally present. You want them to be bubbling from your energy. You want to connect to their heart. You want to connect and let them know the kind of person that you are. And the only way you could do that is if you're truly fully engaged with the experience. Mm -hmm. And if you walk in there saying, I'm going to create the best interview that this person that's interviewing me has ever had, watch your magic unfold for you. Yeah. You have the power to create that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm nodding my head again. They, <laughs> people, people can't see me on video, but I'm nodding my head a hundred percent, you know, being present, you know, and, and leaving, you know, just those outside, you know, uh, disempowering voices outside of the room, don't bring them inside with you because they're not going to help you. They're and not, when you're just no. there and, and just, you know, right now you and I, I'm present. Like there's nothing else in my head except our conversation. Right. And, and that's the power of being present because it creates, right. and, and like you said, it unfolds, you know, magic. Magic really starts to happen when you do that. Yeah. So outside of being present, which is fantastic, I love that. Is there anything else that you would give as a final tip for somebody who really wants to, like I said, take it up to the next level and really stand out for, for, for the interview? 
Yeah, so it's hard for me. Um, like this year, um, I'm really big on wellness, and John probably knows that as well. Okay, and wellness is more than just um, you know going to the gym. It truly, is it's a mind, body, soul connection. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was going to post this morning, and that's what I was talking about. John is we will spend so much. You will spend so much time preparing, getting your resume and ready for the interview, you know, maybe having some mock interview practices and this, any other, and spend no time on your wellness, you know, Mm. spend no time investigating how to improve your wellness. Um, But if you really want to walk into a room and people to see discipline, hard work, perseverance, commitment, accountability, responsibility, all things that interviewers want to hire for, okay, because those are the soft skills then it shows up in how you are treating yourself, your personal wellness. And you can feel it. Again, it's that energy. It's, you can, you know, just, just on a personal level for myself, I mean, for those of you that may not know me or if you Google me, you'll see that um, I'm pretty fairly, you know, muscular <laughs> and toned. And so I have gone, I've, I've come to accept that when I walk into a room, people see those characteristics, discipline, hard work, effort, uh, resiliency, commitment, um, um, mental toughness, like champion mindset, without even me having to open up my mouth. Mm-hmm. And it puts me in a position that stand, helps me stand out. And so I'm really big on wellness. Um, and it's not something that you do. It's, 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 it's really about becoming wellness, right? And it's really about connecting mind, body, and soul and doing the things that will keep you well and equilibrium and keep your creativity flowing you know so that would be my second thing is is really just focus on your wellness um and and let it become who you are so that it's in the spring of your steps it's in the vibration of your voice you know it's in the in the in the way that you the words that you use to speak you know it's just it's it's just exuding out of you that's that would be my second thing john yeah no and and that is fantastic because you know both you and i know our body language actually speaks more than sometimes our words do right Mm -hmm. and when you show up and and you have a confident stance and your chest up and your you know chin up like those you know those old adages you know chin up because that's going to make the world look differently at you this is exactly it, right? It's, it's how you show up in the room physically and then how you show up mentally and then being present. Like you combine all of that together and it's, it's magic. It's freaking it's magic. magic. Oh my God. It's <laughs> mad. Like it, it really changes and transforms and it brings you and it makes you stand out from everybody else who's just showing up with their chin yeah. down, chest down, mm-hmm. shoulders down. Like it, it just changes the outcome. Mm-hmm. It ch- and this is where mm-hmm. you really start to design your life, which is what I love what you're talking about. And I have one last one. I know you asked me for two is, um, and we touched on it a bit differently. And it's, it's not about self-confidence. It's, a, it's again, it's about, it's really about you matter. Mm-hmm. I would say when you walk into an interview, you have to walk in with a level of belief that they are going to get more from you than you're going to get from them. Yes, granted that you need a job, you might need a paycheck, but those are all external things. There is something inside of you, some, some creativity, some magic, some, some um, like innovation, uh, you know, discipline, like there's some characteristics that are, that are needed in that organization that only you possess. And so is walking in there with just that sense of confidence 
that they need me more than I need them to take away that desperation and to, and to really sit in that chair with you, the pride that where you are on today, you have everything inside of you to, to, to bring a level of, um, excellence to that organization. You know, I, I see too many people walk into interviews nervous because they want to be, they want to be the selected candidate. And I'm like, man, if they just want, like, I want to know that you're the person I should hire and only you can tell me that, you know? <laughs> yeah. <it's> a, <laughs> I, Sorry, what are you laughing? No, no, I, I, I love to No, because I, because I, I go back to my own experience and I've had people say, Hey, I'm the candidate, but all the other stuff that you just talked about was missing. Right. <laughs> so they just came in. It's like, Oh yeah. So when do I start? Am I, should I be here Monday morning at 9am? I'm like, but you brought nothing else. And this is why I love that you talked about this. Cause you talk about, you know, being that president, being in a place where you are incredibly confident, but in a place where you're incredibly humble as well. Yes. yes and this yes. is the position I know you're talking about, right? It, it's yes, not, yes, yes. You, you're coming in. It's like, you know what? I've got some really good value here. I'm, I'm going to, you know, make, I'm going to do more for the organization than the organization is going to do for me. And I'm okay with that. And we're both going to prosper and we're both going to win and we're both going to get what we want. Mm -hmm. And I love that I get to contribute to the way this organization is really working out in the world. Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, when I talk, when I think about, it, I'm like, oh man, I remember. Yeah, but the, the, the cocky, the cocky people are talking about their, their Ta cognitive, their the, the cognitive skills. The, yes. Right? No. The, yeah. The cognitive ones. They're talking about themselves and they're not talking yes, about they're, value. Yeah. 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 They're not, right. talking, they're about not talking about the value that lives inside of them. Correct. Like once you yeah. can go deep and connect to what lives that, that, that what you're incubating, what you're growing with inside of you and what you want to birth into this organization, that's just speaking out of a place of love, right? Yeah. Like, and so maybe that's the, maybe that's what I'm talking about is walking there with that level of love and, 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 and that will humble you naturally. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. so this is interesting. So I, I interviewed somebody last week and you know, we talked about the word love, right. And corporate. Yeah. And I wanted to get your perspective on this, you know, <laughs> I, I, I know because, you know, it, it, in some organizations using that kind of word is like, Oh, wait a minute. Like we, you know, we, we don't bring that touchy feely stuff to work. Right. But what's uh, your... they need me in their organization. <laughs> yeah. I will, I can, no, honestly, I will, no, I say this boldly. I walk into any organization and talk about love because we need to. And I fundamentally believe that. And I think is, you know, especially everyone's a leader in their own right. Um, I would say the leaders that real leaders, whether it's a, with a title or not with a title, lead from a place of love. And, you know, we're not talking about love on the romantic, um, like the romantic type of love. In fact, I'm just going to, John, if we have two seconds, two minutes for me to just share this. Um, Pastor, no, Bishop Michael, oh my gosh, why am I missing him? Uh, he, he, was the, he was the bishop that delivered the sermon for the royal wedding. First time I ever missed his name. Um, but he delivered a sermon on love. And he talked about the, the non-romantic type of love. And ever since I heard that sermon, I've been speaking that type of love on every platform. I literally sign love at work. Like, you mm -hmm. know, I will tell people I love. I use the heart emoji a lot, you know. And... Um, and I'm not, I'm not fearful to speak love. I, um, I think it's really, really important because I think love is when you show up and you just want to do good, not just for yourself, but for everyone um, that's around you and you want to serve and you want to help. And, you know, I, I truly believe if corporate can embrace love, we would have less stress in corporate environments, you know? And so, 
Um, I just, I, anyway, just B Bishop Michael Curry. My gosh. Bishop yeah. Michael Google, Curry. Google, Google him. Google that sermon on love. It's very popular. 13 minutes and 42 seconds. It will change your life. Yeah. No, oh, and yeah, so and this is yeah. great. Yeah, I definitely wanted to just get your perspective because now you're another executive that I've interviewed that has said, you know, you need to bring more of this into the organization, not in a in a in a romantic way, but really in a way where you show up differently. And actually, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, it takes away your stress. It, it takes away how people interact with each other. It just it, it brings what you talked about, bringing like mm -hmm. family together. It brings people mm -hmm. together like family which is terrific. I love it. Great, great, great. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this is great because I, I'm starting to sense like even out there, and I know we're like totally going over time, but that's okay. But out there, there's a shift in mentality in, in corporate Canada today that I, yeah. I kind of see, you know, the shift to, you know, let's say the word love, let's use yeah. a heart emoji, yeah. but not in a way that's going to offend. Right. And this is, yeah. You know, the environment today can be so touchy, you know, can be really delicate. And so mm -hmm. this is why I'm, I'm glad that you we're know, in a, we're in a different, you, you know what it is, John, we're in a different paradigm. I mean, you and I go way back. And if you think about like life in the corporate culture, when we were at Rogers in the Ted Rogers days, right. To, to where people are, you know, be a little bit more brave in bringing the true selves and their mm -hmm. authentic selves into the workplace. Love can only exist in authenticity, you know? And so um, I think that that's why we're seeing that we're seeing people want to, you know, um, are more concerned about their self-development, about how they're showing up, about, you know, being, bringing their true authentic self into the workplace, about inclusion and diversity, making sure that we have an inclusive culture that accepts all different walks of life and, and, you know, it can accept every kind of dialogue and how people speak or dress or look. Um, so, yeah, so I'm not surprised. And, and, and what will connect us all is love. Truth, truthfully. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, great. So you've, wow. I'm, I'm blown away with all the, like, <laughs> I love our conversations. These conversations. I know, they're great. <laughs> there's so much fun. And there's always, you know, in between all the other stuff that we talk about, there's actually a lot of good tips too. So, you know, I, so I'm, I'm, I hope that the audience has taken away some really good information here. Um, is there anything coming up for you? Is there anything, you know, as we start to wind this down, is there anything that you want to share? Anything that you're working on projects? I know you talked about at the beginning, the podcast, podcast. that you're going to be rolling yep. out. Uh, yep. Anything, is there anything else rolling out for you? Or, you know, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So my organization, Empowered in My Skin, um, my best friend, Julie Black, uh, you can Google her as well. She's a Canadian icon. Uh, we will be uh, um, soon posting and announcing our women's conference um, for 20. Uh, 20 looking forward to that um, but other than that the next big thing I'm really doing um, is really working on my brand I'm starting to do uh, some personal brand co um, coaching um, so my website is uh, is uh, will soon be coming down and, and then and then launched again with uh, services and and updates on my podcast and how to join newsletters and stuff like that so I'm really excited I'm working more on my pa passion projects so I, and, um, and I'll be competing this year as well. So, you know, I have a big year. It's, it's going to be another 2020 is a big year. It should be for everybody. It's 2020 vision, you know, bring more clarity <laughs> into your life. No, honestly, yeah, you know, drive. Yeah. Don't no. Do not tolerate mediocrity. Y'all do not tolerate mediocrity. <laughs> this is a year of vision, clear vision, clear vision, make way and space for your creativity or innovations to open up. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for thank that. You, John. Th thank you for all your insights and tips. Like it's just, I, I, you know, 
usually when we sit down, I go back afterwards and I have like five, six, seven, eight pages of notes sometimes, depending <laughs> on the different things that we talk about. And we talk quite a bit. So, you know, I, I love that you, you know, I love that you took the opportunity to share this time with me and with the audience and to really pump them up. And this is part two. And I know there'll be a part three coming up sometime <laughs> soon. And, uh, and John, if I, if I could, I just want to, you know, encourage you to keep doing this amazing work right? You inspire me. Your podcast is amazing. I am, um, for those that are listening, I, my team's probably about a hundred uh, strong and recently had some transformational stuff. And I actually shared a number of episodes from John's um, podcast to help them thrive and prepare for interviews. And so this material is great, no matter where you are in your career, um, use it. And John, just continue doing what you're doing. It's, it's, it's having a really big impact on the world. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So with that, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. And, you know, I will include links to Inca cheese. Um, <laughs> I got a thumbs up. I said it right. Uh, to, I'll include some links to your website, to your LinkedIn profile. So if people want to connect with you, I know, you know, people want to know more, they want to check you out. So I want to make sure I include that. And once your podcast is ready, I will also include a link in the show notes so we can share Thank that out you. with everybody. Awesome. Thank All you, right. John. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening into the Canadian Job Search Podcast. And we will catch you next time.